Welcome to The Four Keys Show, how to win in your business, body, relationships, and mindset. My name is Andrew Silito, business psychologist and performance coach. Welcome to The Four Keys Show. My name is Andrew Silito, business psychologist and performance coach, and today I'm going to be talking about how to win daily. Probably one of the most important things when it comes to achieving our vision is one thing having a vision, having a roadmap, a 90-day game plan, but unless we're executing on a daily basis, we could fall short of achieving the mark. So I think there are three types of people when it comes to productivity. Uh, I think there are those people that are naturally productive. They just seem to organize themselves very well. And it seems obvious to structure their days in certain ways and plan and, and get things done and, and hit deadlines. Just a, just a natural uh, when it comes to productivity. The th- second person, I think, is someone that forces themselves to be productive. And I think a lot of us fit into that camp where we have to really think consciously to get organized, uh, make sure we have a clear plan and execute on those things. And then the third person is the last minute hero, the person that thinks, actually, if I just leave it to the last minute, I'll put myself under pressure and I'll get the work done. And the truth is, you know, it doesn't matter what we look at as far as research is concerned, those people uh, don't always overachieve. So, and I, and I was definitely one of those growing up. I used to think that if I just left everything to the last minute and I would procrastinate around things, eventually I'd get it done, but the quality of my work was never as good as it could be. So, so I have to force myself, and I expect a lot of you that are watching this are having to, or listening to this, are having to force yourself to be productive. You might not be one of those most natural people, because I think the majority of us fall in that camp. Let me know what you think about that. Um, so I had to learn how to uh, be productive and for me the biggest learning curve was when I worked for Yellow Pages. Now anybody that knows anybody that worked for Yellow Pages knows that that is, it was a, a tough, tough gig. The book doesn't exist anymore, unfortunately. Uh, but I had a wonderful time back in, when I joined the company back in 2004. And you, if you weren't productive in that job, uh, you just didn't survive. And actually, the majority of people didn't. I think about out of 10 people that joined the company within six months, uh, about eight of them had left uh, the business. And actually, for every applicant, um, there was 100 people applying for the job. It was just a, it's a well-paid job. You got well looked after, good car, and you know, home office during a time when flexi hours wasn't even a, a thing. Um, so we, it was a really good environment, but you had to be entrepreneurial in it. Uh, so, for example, I would have to go in into, into work on a Monday morning or work from home on a Monday morning on a Monday and make sure that my diary was full for the entire week. Uh, so not only negotiate with clients to get them booked in the diary to have that face-to-face meeting, but also I was covering a huge area geographically. And if I didn't clump their postcodes and make sure that I was organizing myself uh, to be seeing clients that were local to each other, there's no way that I could see four to five clients a day. I just wouldn't get through that time. And then my productivity would drop off and I wouldn't achieve my targets. So it was really one thing, actually getting people in the diary was one of the toughest things, but then making sure I could get someone that was actually close to each other. So I wasn't driving an hour between clients. I could be seeing people within a 10 minute and if, uh, radius. And if I could see more people, obviously I'd get more commission and be more successful at my job. So it forced me to really think about how to organize myself. And, and so a lot of things that I've learned that I shared in the Four Keys book around how to, to chunk our days, to, to start the, the week fast. Uh, a bit like a game of hockey, really. And, and that's something that I've, I've learned. If you, if you don't start the game fast, uh, you get left behind. And for me, Monday mornings between 8 and 12 
are, and, and I know people debate this and they like to perhaps ease themselves in on a Monday morning. In fact, I was talking to a CEO last week who likes to take his time on a Monday and, and ease himself into the week. And, but he's earned that. He's earned that time back. But for the majority of us, we have to start fast. We have to be on the offense. And the more time we put into that, that beginning of the week, the more time we get back on the Friday, it doesn't feel like we're chasing ourselves all the time. So for me, one of my tips is, is to start the game fast. And remember, you're in the game every day. You know, unlike a professional sports team who is perhaps practicing uh, every day and then has a game once or twice a week, uh, you're in the game every day. So it is relentless. We also need to think about how do we win daily across, not just in our business, but in our body, our relationships, and our mindsets. So when I talk about winning daily, I'm talking about doing it across the four keys and, and making sure that we are hitting something every day uh, in the business, in the body, in the relationships and the mindset. So if you think about that for a moment, what are some of the things that you can do on a daily basis that enable you to, to hit the four keys every, every day? And one of the things that in our, in our inner circle that we talk about, uh, the four keys inner circle is like a mastermind of, of business owners and entrepreneurs is, uh, forcing ourselves to do things that get us out of our comfort zone. Otherwise, we're just kind of reacting to things, doing the th same thing over and over again, uh, expecting that different result, which Einstein, as you know, says is insanity. But what are some of the some of the non-urgent things, using the, the Stephen Covey language around seven habits of highly effective people, the non-urgent tasks that are important, but sometimes we think about them, we think about them at night, but we don't actually execute on them. So for some of you, that might be, I want to start putting video out on LinkedIn. I want to start a YouTube channel or I want to start becoming a thought leader in my industry and and blogging. But we talk about it, but we never actually get it done. So what could you do daily that forces your forces you to get out of your comfort zone? So it might be, you know, for a, for seven days, ten days. And you see people on LinkedIn, you know, for, they're doing a ten day challenge is a good way of doing it. Uh, we do a ninety day challenge, uh, which is I'm gonna post a video or put a post out every single day related to my business. It's useful for my clients. Remember, it's not about just content you want to put out there. It's got to be useful for your business. And the main thing that's going to be useful for your business is something that is useful for your clients. So reverse engineering it. What do my clients need to hear that's going to get their attention, build a relationship between me and them uh, so that I can engage and, and start a better conversation with them. Uh, and what I'm noticing are people that are talking about their industry that is actually not relevant to the client. So just thinking about that, if you're going to post content, great, get out there, get out of your comfort zone, but post content that's relevant to your client. And do that, do that daily. See if you can get something out daily, whether it's across LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, an area where perhaps where you want to practice it. But just do it in a place where you think your clients are hanging out. Um, and LinkedIn is obviously a good place for that, for the most part. And then body, you know, we want to stay healthy, we want to stay fit. If you're going all in your business and you're, you're in the game every day, we need to be looking after ourselves, making sure that we are staying healthy, how we feed ourselves, making sure we're eating healthy every day. And, and uh, you know, nutrition is, is personal, so I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to do a, a post on, on nutrition later. Uh, sorry, a video, a show later on, on nutrition and how to be optimal as a, as a business owner and entrepreneur. Uh, but training, you know, what is what does training look like? Are you overexerting yourself? Are you not doing any exercise at all? Because we just get caught up in the work. So what can you do to sweat daily? Whether it's a, a five-minute wad, an hour in the gym, whatever you can afford in the way of time that doesn't start to impact work and other areas of your life. So often I, I engage with a, a a new client and they say I'm going to get fit. I'm going to I want to stay get healthy. 
And the first thing they do is sign up to a marathon. And I'm thinking, you know, that's just not going to be conducive to being a business owner, running X amount of miles a week, when actually you could just do a 10-minute hit session in the morning, get up, do some body weight squats, some push-ups, something to get the heart rate going. So that's one way of, of hitting your, your body key. And a couple of the apps that I, I enjoy, I, I, freeletics.com, I think it's brilliant, particularly if you're on the road in a hotel room or you want a quick session. So freeletics.com, it's um, a brilliant app for body weight training and then if you do like getting in the gym but you're, you're new to, to lifting weights doing strength training I'm a big fan of, of just doing one to two strength training sessions per week and the five by five strong lifts app is brilliant for that because it, it starts at a very base level introduces you to some good compound lifts that you can start getting into always get a PT to start off with <clears throat> I think because that's always helpful and I think you can accelerate results when you're working with with a personal trainer but at least the apps will, will get you into action and then in your relationships you know behind every strong business is a strong relationship so you mustn't neglect them anybody that's uh, in a relationship and if that relationship has become challenging or uh, become problematic whether it's with our husbands wives children because perhaps we've just not been staying on top of our relationships starts to affect the business and over and over again in fact even it's not just in business I, growing up playing sports if my relationship wasn't on point uh, and talking to other athletes now when if they've got challenges around that um, it affects their performance uh, whether it doesn't matter what what role you're in it doesn't discriminate you know look after those relationships I'm starting to think what can I start thinking about what can you do daily in your relationship whether it's words of appreciation or an act of service <clears throat> and they're two of the the five love languages which I think is now one of the best selling books of all time it's just gone it's just grown every year exponentially so some really good things in there that I learned that have really helped my marriage and my relationships uh, so I just focus on those two areas acts of uh, service what can I do around the house whether it's or something with the kids um, or words of appreciation just recognizing you know my partner and how much I appreciate for the things she does so that's uh, what you can do daily and then with mindset uh, for me it is just slowing down now whether that is for you meditation uh, box breathing is something I'm a big fan of I tend to tie into my gym workout so at the end of the workout I just take some time to engage my parasympathetic nervous system just to calm it down get some clarity uh, I do I like to do it at night if I get a little bit of anxiety when I'm trying to get to sleep because either I'm thinking about work or life in general even sometimes you know I'm still playing sport and I think about the game I get caught up in that so just practicing that box breathing where we're breathing in for four seconds holding for four seconds breathing out for four seconds holding for four seconds and I've, I've got a video on YouTube uh, about that so if you just search for box breathing Andrew Silito or even Mark Devine uh, Navy SEAL who was my inspiration for this um, check him out as well he's got a great podcast uh, and he's also on LinkedIn so you can check him out um, so there are the four things. So think about what can you do in your business? Post something daily in your body, sweat daily, whether that's lifting, sprinting, uh, doing a hit session, body weight session, just do as many push-ups as you can, whatever it is. And any tips you've got on that, put them in the comments. Um, uh, for your relationships, words of uh, appreciation, active service, and then your uh, mindset, just slowing life down, taking some time out, some deep breathing, whether that's in the morning, whether that's going for a walk, you know, trying to avoid having lunch and 
uh, at the desk, you know, just get away, even if it's just 10 minutes to slow down. You know, we talk about slowing down to speed up, just taking that time out is, is hugely powerful uh, to getting you back into action, being creative and, and good for the brain. So we can't keep going at the same pace all the time. You know, again, professional sports team playing once or twice a week, the rest of the time they're just practicing and thinking. You're in the game every day, so you've got to find that time to, to slow things down and really think about where where you're going. Um, another tip is is to chunk your day. So for me, I like to chunk it into into four periods, and that eight till ten, that ten till twelve. For me, as a business owner, you make your money between eight and twelve. And now some people will be saying, "Oh, I get up at four a.m. and I'm on it, and I'm doing." You know, up to you. Uh, I don't think it's healthy. I'm not an advocate of it. I think if you want to get up at four o'clock in the morning, just make sure you have eight hours sleep, uh, which means to be going to bed pretty early. If you're thriving on four hours. Good for you, but I'm not convinced that the longevity of that is going to be good for you. So think about getting your sleep in, good sleep. And for me, personally, 8 or 12 is where we could be most productive and where we get that compound effect. So the harder we start on a Monday morning between 8 and 12, we start to pick up some momentum to the point we can get some time back on the Friday. Uh, that, to me, makes more sense than letting things drag or not getting into action quick enough. So start hard. Um, and then the, the so they're the kind of two periods, eight till 10, 10 till 12, 12 till uh, two, two till four. You know, that, that works for me, just chunking the day in that way. And, and, and also using things like um, the Pomodoro method, big fan of that, where you work focused for 25 minutes and then five minute break. And regardless of whether you start a task and not finished it, you, you still take your break. So you take your break at 25 minutes, five minute break, and then you continue with it. And I found that really useful when writing my book because I get uh, either get stuck or um, get ended up in a bit of a cul-de-sac with, with my writing. But also when I got into a flow, I still forced myself to take that break at five minutes, five minutes, then come back and carry on. I'd even have some better ideas of how to continue with my, with my writing. So 25 minutes on, five minute break, 25 minutes on, five minute break. And I think in the Pomodoro method, talks about doing 10 Pomodoros a day. And I've, I know that some, some of the companies and clients that I've been working with have started to introduce that into their day-to-day -day work and have found it very useful. Other things that you can think about when it comes to being productive are certain apps, if you like using apps. Uh, some of you I still will like to make notes. I still make notes. I've got notes around and post-it notes. Uh, but I like to use Minimalist. So I keep all my to-dos in, in the Minimalist app. And that enables me actually to use the Pomodoro method. So once I decide to work on a particular uh, um, task. It gives me 25 minutes of focus to do it, shut down, make sure I'm not distracted by anything until I have that five minutes. And what I like to do during those five minute breaks is actually I've got kettlebells here or I do some squats and, and actually tie some of that into it, get my heart rate up and then back into it. Uh, so I find that useful. Uh, another app, we work with teams here, so I work with a lot of virtual teams. Uh, we've got people in, in the office here and we always use Basecamp, lots of different uh, tools to use to stay productive and stay on top of your projects. But Basecamp is, is a good one too and very useful. Um, so hopefully that was useful, gives you some ideas around staying productive. Have a think about what type of person are you? Are you a natural when it comes to managing your time and being productive? Are you uh, someone who is um, forcing yourself to do it? Or are you someone that um, is uh, having to, uh, is a last minute hero? And maybe you start thinking about, is that being useful to you? So that's something to think about. Um, think about some of the uh, ways to hit your targets every day. So staying, staying target focused and hitting the keys every day. 
And, and think, just think about taking some time out. You know, you're in the game every day. So just making sure that you are stepping away and taking some time to engage that parasympathetic nervous system, calm things down. So let me know how you get on and look forward to, to hearing your thoughts on that. Your comments. If you've got any tips on how you stay on top of the game, let us know and look forward to seeing you again. So remember, if you take care of the days, the years will take care of themselves. Good luck. That's it for this week's episode of the Four Keys podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please head over to iTunes, subscribe, rate it, leave a review. It's much appreciated. Until next time, keep doing the work.